This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? I'm doing well, but you got the floor all sticky before we started. Hey, that's not a... You gotta give some context to that. You, some spi- you spilled a... <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you spit all over it. No, you spilled uh, your beer all over the floor. This is, this is a nice uh, studio Yeah. that uh, HeadGum lets us record in yeah. week after week uh, in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. And uh, here you are. First of all, you're bringing alcohol. They've asked (laughs) many times that you don't bring alcoholic beverages in. Yeah, but then I always say like, like no, it's a soda. And you know, they're like, well, you take the paper bag off it. I'm like, no, you can't make me. Yeah, you you always complain about how uh, your catchphrase is uh, the the headgum management are cops. Yeah, that's what you always say. Yeah, and I know my rights. Yeah. And you listen to that uh, Ice T uh, side project, uh, Body Count. Yeah, cop killer. Yeah, and we yeah. know we all know how they feel. So that's 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 your opinion, Tom. Isn't it crazy that he made that and now he's on Law and Order, where he's a cop? Wow, Tom. Yeah, well, I bet he really has some regrets. He's like, "Ooh, just kidding, guys." So you uh, you exploded your beer all over everything in the uh-huh. studio with all this sensitive equipment, that and you just went, oh no, oh no, and then you got up and just ran around with it while it was still uh, exploding, just so you could spread out no, the not just so I could foam s- everywhere. Not so I could spread it out. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, you know how I know you didn't know what to do? <laughs> you looked at me and Marika, and you went, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, and all you did was laugh at me, which well, Marika, was not helpful. Marika also shook her head in disgust because you got beer all over the rug that she was planning on bringing into her home. Yeah. Well, I uh, then I remember there's a sink outside. I brought it into the sink like a genius. Did you clean it up on the way to the sink? Did I clean what up? The, all the the crap on all the the. Not the on the way. I, on the I put the beer in the sink first yeah. things first to stop the problem from getting worse. Right. But then did you clean up yeah, the sink area? Yeah, you left. You were like, I'm out of here. I went to go get paper towels, Tom. Yeah. Well, I'm you came hero. back with uh, alcohol yourself and candy. I came back with kombucha. You think this is some kind of a party? You came back with kombucha that uh, had a warning, not for people under 21. That's all kombucha. No, that's not all kombucha. Yeah, it all has the... No. the you were like, I'm going to get hammered. That's you're acting out is what you're doing, Tom. <laughs> That's the only way I can forget about this. I'm going to eat all this candy. I'm not going to be able to sleep. Uh, I'm going to be uh, all hyped up. While I was here scrubbing the floors with tissues, because that was all that was here until you brought back the, the paper towels. Thank you for doing that. Tom, I'm going to say this as a friend. Uh-huh. I don't like you as a person. I genuinely think you're not a good person. Oh, thank you. You said you? that as a friend? Yeah. Okay, well then that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you doing this week? Uh, I'm good. I'm a little bit sick, but I'm powering through. That's that's partially why I like really didn't know what to do. I've had a few Sudafeds. Well, then maybe you shouldn't be drinking beer. <laughs> well, too little, too late. Is that why you shook it up? I didn't shake up your beer, Tom. No, the little bit of alcohol is good. It kills the germs. <laughs> <laughs> makes you sick. But how many beers did you have before you got here? I had one beer before I got here. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's true. That is true. I was there for a minute before you got there. Whatever. I had a few shots. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm good, Tim. We just got back from London, England. Yep. Uh, London Podcast Festival. Um, we were on different flights, like all over the place. We were never on we the same flight. We were never flight. on the same flight. We were like the president and the vice president. <laughs> right. Just to be sure, if one of those planes went down, the show could go on. Yeah. Um, but uh, flying back, Tim, uh, for the first time ever. Oh, shit. I have to look at something. Um, uh, I flew in business class like a businessman. That's number one, very impressive. Number two, what do you have to look at that you had to... Because Interrupt your own sentence. The whole time, like, because uh, I was trying to upgrade to business class with uh, my frequent flyer points. Mm-hmm. And you're, I wouldn't say you're a frequent flyer. No, I'm not. But, like, I had, like, a credit card that got me points and stuff. Mm. 
So I was looking one day. I'm like, oh my god, I have like my most of my net worth is in airline points <laughs> right now. So it's like, what am I doing? Like I could upgrade like the next ten round trip flights I have. Why am I not using these things? Um, but uh, when I called a while ago, they were like, no, we don't have any. They don't have any seats available. Any, yeah, any seats for points available because they want people who are going to pony up some cash. Yeah, they want high rollers. Uh, but the thing that I said ah shit about was um, uh, I when I called the 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 company from London uh, on my cell phone, uh, I couldn't really make out what the person was saying because they had like a, a thick British accent. They had like a Cockney accent. How dare they? <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, what can I do for you, uh, governor? Well, you're like a bigger sight, would you? Um, and I, uh, I'm not sure if I agreed to points or if I paid for that upgrade. Oh. I had to get my credit card number at one point. But oh I, boy, yeah. Oh, you know what man. my fingers are crossed if I had, for? Uh, if I had to pay, it was like five hundred fucking dollars that I <laughs> don't want to be spending on uh, a plane seat right now. Well. But it was very nice. I had an all-around uh, uh, pleasant experience coming back. Uh, in business class. Because guess what else? Uh, did you try to act like... Did you like take advantage of every amenity available to you? I wore a Bluetooth headset going in. So everybody knew I was a businessman, too. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, sell, sell. I uh, mean, were lay, you, off, but lay off that division. Were you wearing AirPods, They're not though? profitable. No, I don't wear my AirPods like when I'm... I only wear my AirPods when I'm on the subway, the bus, or if I'm walking around. I do not wear them indoors. Okay. Like I, and I would consider a plane indoors. Okay. That's controversial, but... Uh. What do you mean it's controversial? <laughs> anyway, I was not wearing my AirPods. Um, you didn't have to yell at me. I was just <laughs> trying to make conversation, <laughs> look, man. Look, man, I got, I'm on You're on offense. edge. You're drunk, first of all. <laughs> I, I can't get drunk unless I start licking the floor. Um, uh, so first things first, though, I, I was able to go into like a, a first-class lounge, uh, and that was very nice. You always want to go into the lounge at airports. Tim? You always like... One time, like, we flew together, and you're like, I got us lounge access. But then we got there, and the lounge was closed. So, it also, like, what's the lounge? It just has, it, what, has shrimp in there? Is there shrimp in the lounge? No. Um, no. Uh, Not this lounge. I just think of it's, like, shrimp cocktail. Ooh, I think there actually was fi- shrimp cocktail on the menu. I'll tell you what it is. These lounges, instead of weighing in, like, a hotel lobby or an uh, airport lobby, it's, mm-hmm. like, weighing in a hotel lobby. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> So it's a little bit nicer. Like, you know, you're sitting in sitting on like a leather couch instead. Uh, but they how have, many leather couches are there? Like a bunch. Wow. Um, this I got to see. Uh, there was a bar you could go up to and say, give me a drink. And they would. And you wouldn't say please because they're service employees. <laughs> right. I already, I already got in. You know, I th- uh, this is yeah. my lounge. Look, I'm I'm rich. I'm a rich guy. Yeah. Uh, they give you a menu at this lounge, and you can pick one thing off the menu and hand it to them, uh, and then they would give you that thing to eat. So I had this. Uh, Wait, say that again. <laughs> you could order one thing off a limited menu for food. Okay. Uh, and I did that. I have a very nice like uh, uh, chicken panang. Panang is that how you say it? Panang chicken. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very good. Uh, I always think I don't like Indian food, but then I forget like a lot of it's uh, chicken and peanut butter, <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> Um, you a two-year-old <laughs> so that was delicious um but the best thing of all uh well I, the second best thing was uh they had four different kinds of like bar nuts you could eat as much of you as you wanted were they like a bar mix yeah i love a snack mix so they much. had not four, just chex mix any kind of che- uh, snack mix. they had a nyc deli uh mix which i was like i don't think I've never seen deli sell their own. What was in the NYC deli mix? Um, it was like checks without checks or checks mix without checks. Okay, so a typical bar mix. Yeah. All right, pub mix. Pub mix. They had that like uh, what was that like the Asian mix with like wasabi peas? Mm-hmm. They had that one. And like the rice crackers. And yeah, stuff. rice Ooh, crackers. Those are good, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what was the best one? Uh, rosemary peanuts. Delicious. You know what? Is you uh, you're not gonna respond well to this. <laughs> I'm not a huge Rosemary fan. Ah, it's pretty good. I'm coming around on it. 
people named Rosemary, I like. <laughs> right. Uh, um, but then they had a, a soda fountain. All you could drink soda. Nobody could even stop you if they wanted to. Wow. So I had a bunch of soda. I, I bet if somebody... I had like one beer and then like 20 sodas. <laughs> if, you're, if you're an authority figure... In <laughs> I got some dirty looks mixing uh, Coca-Cola and Fanta, though. Really? Yeah. I said, get out. Um, I belong here. Yeah, I didn't even uh, use points for this. They screwed me. Yeah. Um, but then the plane uh, is very nice. You know what the difference is with like business class and uh, like economy? It's bigger seats. They just treat you like a human being. Like they don't even treat you that nice or like that exceptionally well. You're just treated like you're responsible and you're not going to like go crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, mm-hmm. um, it it in, in back in coach, yeah, it's 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 not unfair. It's like, look, I understand why uh, flight attendants have to treat people like they might go crazy at any point, but they're <laughs> not they acting do. like reasonable human beings. Yeah. But it's also. Uh, when you're a coach passenger, mm-hmm. uh, you are uh, you're up against it, man. Yeah, and oh like, yeah. Look, some sometimes you just snap because, like, look, right. it's it's not the way you're being treated by people, but it's the way you're being treated by uh, a corporation. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, eh, you know, like you 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 can't yell at the you you, you can't get mad. Or there's no outlet for you to yell at the the uh, yeah the, the flight attendants yeah they've or got the, it bad too yeah but there's no outlet for like the for you to yell at the guys yeah, in the boardroom that can't made go up to the the captain's door anymore because then they restrain you Tom there is a on my flight uh-huh. I was trying to stay up it was a daytime flight and like it landed you know at what would have been like two a.m. Uh, right London so time, you were, I was I was very tired I was two, wired oh okay. But um, like a normal time for you to come home. So you were trying to stay awake so you could go to sleep and be back on New York time. Yeah. And uh, a flight attendant from first class came mm-hmm. back to the back to get something. But he was uh, the first class. Really handsome. Is that he was you? really handsome. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he had a sully vibe to him. And <laughs> Did he just have they a were, mustache? They were, they were dressed. You know sully wasn't a flight attendant. No, exactly. No, this is, this is what I'm saying. And they were dressed differently in first class. They were all wearing white. Wow, in first class, the flight attendants are pilots themselves. Well, no, the guy came back to get something, and I was like, oh, shit, the, the pilot's out walking around yeah. in coach. Something is terribly wrong. Yeah. Like, this guy, and, like, he was walking with purpose, probably because yeah. he was, like... He's like, can I just take a quick peek out that window? <laughs> yeah, I freaked out, and then I realized, oh, he's, he's, he's uh, the first class flight attendant. Yeah. Um, what was he doing back there? I don't know. Probably someone in first class was like, I want this, and you have to go get it. I want the finger of an economy class passenger. He went back there with uh, one of those cigar cutters like, right away. Um, yeah, they, they, had to sell, they had to send back their sulliest looking guy. <laughs> yeah. If Sully came up to me, it's like, uh, Tim, I need your finger. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, I trust yeah. you. Well, it's an honor to serve, sir. Um, I Yeah. They give you real silverware, like real knives and everything. Mm. They they trust that you're not going to go on a stabbing spree. They give you like uh like your meal comes in like uh china, fine china. I mean, who wants all this? I did. It was nice. And then mostly it was just I was in a middle seat too. It wasn't even like that great. Um and uh, well, and in fairness, I was like, "Ah, middle seat's not bad." Uh and then <laughs> literally both people on either side of me Came in with uh, uh, like canes, like walking sticks. And I was like, oh, God. Ugh. Like now, now I'm going to feel like a jerk, like being like, excuse me, can you get up? Did you, there's not enough room for you to just get by? No, because they also had like a bunch of like crap in, in front too. Man, what a crappy experience. One time I flew first class to Orlando, Florida. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Well, that's like a relatively short flight. Yeah. There were people in first class that were. Upset about what? Um, I was in first. Co- I was I was flying to North Carolina, and my flight got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they rebooked me on a flight the next morning. Oh, and bumped you up through uh, Orlando, and they're like, "All right, on the long flight, we'll give you uh, first class." Mm-hmm. But like, it's like a what two hour flight, three hour yeah. flight, or whatever. Um, but and it was like at eight a.m., and there are all these parents of that like they did the home alone thing 
the McAllister oh, thing where yeah. the uh, where their kids were sitting back in coach, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna sit in first class." And I just remember this one woman. All I heard was the flight attendant uh, responding to her, being like. Uh, I don't think so. And this woman looks so upset, but like end of her rope upset. Yeah. She's like, I mean, I can put some vodka in orange juice. I mean, I know that's a screwdriver, but that's like close. Right. And this lady was so upset. She wanted a mimosa. She thought, you know, like, uh, and like, she's like, I'm away from my kids. Yeah. This next week's going to be hell. I, sp- I mortgaged my friggin' house yeah. to, to, to go on this trip. Right. And I'm flying and first class, and I'm going to have, like, three hours of peace, yeah. and, like, just give me a mimosa. I'm in first class. And then this lady offered her a screwdriver at 8 a.m., and this <laughs> woman was just like, uh, I bet they she They didn't make her a mimosa? Did, they didn't have champagne. Oh, wow. I, yeah. uh, when I sat down, they gave me a glass of champagne. That's uh, part of the experience. Mm. Uh, and I said, I don't like champagne, but thank you. I'll drink it. You could also go spit it in her face. You could go and get as many snacks as you wanted too. I could do that too, Tom. Yeah. Well, I did it more. Hey, Tom. Uh huh. This week, uh, I'm sorry to say, is a topic that is not very near and dear to your heart. <laughs> this is just gonna be a, a baseless attack on me. I think we got to do an etiquette guide. Um, oh my god. I just want to know, uh, what are your opinions on tipping? I will say this. Uh, I think tipping is stupid, and it shouldn't be as prevalent as it is. We should be paying people, you know, uh, fair wages for what they're doing. I I hate the idea that people have to, like, rely on the kindness of strangers, uh, to get things and like it, but art- you, but you do like wielding that power over service employees. No, Tim, I'm you. You frequently give me shit about this, and a lot. I can't get into one of the examples. <laughs> Why not? Because you gave me shit on stage for a bad tip. We're like, when I gave that tip, I was drunk, and I copied the person next to me, who's a notorious cheapskate. Well, you should have known not to. If he was I was a notorious too drunk cheap... to remember. Tom, that is not an excuse. <laughs> if And it wasn't even like that bad of a tip. It was like a 14% tip. No, was it? I think so. I think no. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was bonkers low. Um, anyway, uh-huh. Tom, you don't... All right. Tipping, yeah, yeah. Well, necessary Tim, evil. Tim thinks tipping's a way to make friends. In a perfect world, everybody's getting paid a fair wage, a right. living wage. Yeah. Um, you can you can uh, work uh, in in the service industry mm-hmm. and uh, live uh, comfortably. Right. But that's not the case. The minimum wage is too low. Um, well, especially the what's the service minimum wage is like half of minimal is like exactly. three dollars or something. And ridiculous. then there's uh you know you split the tips amongst uh, everybody. So mm-hmm. like what you might think, oh, oh right. this person's getting, you know, in your case, you're like fourteen percent of this bill. <laughs> this woman's getting a, a a great deal. It was a woman, by the way, uh, which probably emboldened you further. Um, but, uh, you know, but keep in mind that these people have to split it between other people who who are not getting, and it's insane to think the the bus people. Yeah. And it's insane to think that there's people working, um, in, in like the kitchen of a restaurant that never come out that are dependent (laughs) on the tips. Like that's out of whack here. Right. Did you see on the internet, there was somebody, uh, posted a picture. I think it was a place in New York. Where it had two separate tips, and it was like waitstaff tip and kitchen tip. That is like a bad, like, come on. what? Like, stop making this even more complicated. Yeah, and you don't want to pay either of them. (laughs) I want to pay. Like, tell me how much this stuff costs, and you're able to, you know, pay these people a fair wage, and I'll pay that. This is why you. Uh, don't I only eat at Danny Meyer's <laughs> restaurants. Does he do that? Yeah, it's all. I've tip, never no heard tipping. of this. No tipping. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why I like about uh, in Europe that it's like oh, everybody's paid like a, a you know a decent amount, so you don't have to tip them. 
Yeah. You got to get garbage service as a result very often, but still. I mean, you get. I'd prefer that. You get garbage service uh, here, too, because, like, you don't deserve good service. I don't deserve good service? No, none of us deserve good service. I've been in business class, sir. I deserve good service. The business class ruined me forever, by the way. Like, I have been, like, so surly to people ever since. (laughs) Uh, and you're I, somebody that, with the trappings of wealth, <laughs> you would immediately become a monster. Yeah, yeah. Like you just have to be quarantined from like uh, the lower classes immediately. Uh, yeah, I'd like to be very rich. Yeah, because you don't like uh, dealing uh, with like you don't like doing anything for yourself. Yeah, no, I hate doing things for myself. Yeah. I, I like the way you made Marika clean up uh, your <laughs> spilled beer before. It's not true. I did a lot of the cleaning. In uh, fairness, at one point, Marika said, "You've just been walking around this whole time." No, I was walking around cleaning. <laughs> Marika's shaking her head. And in fairness, you know, I have like half a beer now, so I'm the real victim. I went and uh, bought paper towels. Yeah, and you also bought some high chew. Yeah, some the candy. best candy in the world. Yeah. How long did you take picking that out before you came back with the paper towels? Oh, which flavor? Which flavor? How long was I gone for? A minute and a half? I ran to the bodega, Tom. Yeah, right. I r- the, the amount I ran just now is more than you've run in the last 10 years. How much did you tip the guy at the bodega? Uh, standard 35%. <laughs> 35% yeah. tip, wow. Uh, I will tell you this, Tim. We, me and you were just at a bar. I didn't. I didn't have to tip him because he s- pretty much sneezed on me. He <laughs> <laughs> said, "That one's on me." Pal. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, we were just at a bar, and I tipped thirty uh, percent. Oh yeah. Okay. We always there's a little bit behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. We always uh, go for a drink before the show and discuss what we're going to talk. Right. We, so we used to discuss what we talked about on the show. Now we just figure it out about as the we government go. or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm always worried because we put down our company card and yeah. you pay. Mm-hmm. And it occurred to me a couple <laughs> weeks ago, like, oh no, this is the same bartender every week. If Tom's tipping, yeah. this guy must hate me. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a, 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 a vodka and spit. Yeah, it's a vodka and seltzer. Right. And that's no. a lot of spit to make up the amount of seltzer that would be in that. No, I'm always like any place that I'm like going to be there often, I'm always generous with tipping. Because hmm. like you want to like you got a nice rapport with somebody like they, the guy, the multiple bartenders at this place are very nice to us. Don't give a sh- like a few of them. We've even told like why we're there and we're, what we go to do afterwards, and they didn't even make fun of us at least to our faces. Yeah. So that deserves a nice tip, in my opinion. Tom, mm-hmm. what's your system? You're at a restaurant. You mm-hmm. and I go out to dinner. Yeah. Uh, we get separate checks. Yeah. What's your system? Uh, well, I always like when they put the percentages. Right, but let's just say you get a you get a check and it says. Twenty six thirty five on it, and that's with tax. That's with tax. I will calculate twenty percent of that, even though I think you're supposed to do it before tax. Right, but that's like too. How do you do? How do you do the twenty percent? Usually, I will figure out what ten percent is by moving the decimal place and then doubling it. See, everybody's always. You do this sometimes. You you pull out a tip cal. You pull out a calculator and like uh, start doing math. You know what? Sometimes I have to do that when. Oh, don't say maths. Just to <laughs> look. All right, everybody already hates me from this episode. <laughs> now you're just trying to appeal to our our European listeners. Um, uh, no, I will take out a calculator when um, it's like a big check. And when you want to stiff someone. No, and it's not being split when I have to figure uh, out like, oh, what did I get? What yeah. did I? Which, by the way, I am also a big proponent of like splitting something equally. Oh yeah, like that. well, that's because usually you've had <laughs> eight more drinks than everybody else at the table. No, I was gonna say the exception is when like I've had more drinks. Or I, so every time. Or <laughs> you're or, always like, but I'm a bigger guy. Shake up this beer again, Tim. <laughs> Show you who's who's the real boss. Uh, and I am a bigger guy. And I like to drink more. Tom, uh, I've uh, these last few days, I've been eating like a maniac. 
Like, I've just been crazy. Maybe you're growing. I think I might be growing. Either that or, like, uh, my body has decided, like, nah, you're going to be a big fat guy now. Yeah. That's the thing. Because, like, it's like a, a, like a, a switch flipped where it's just, like, mm-hmm. eat more. Eat more. You need to eat more. And it's, like, I'm eating more than I've eaten in months. Yeah. I don't know what's going like on. Like bad food or just anything? Anything. Yeah. Salads. Pizzas. Yeah. That's it. Huh. Lots of salad and pizza. We should uh, start a growth chart here in the HeadGum Studios. Yeah. So um, we can mark uh, how much you've grown and yeah, how much you'll continue to grow. For years to come. Yeah. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Splitting tips? Oh, yeah, splitting. yeah. So anyway. And oh, you were like, asking uh, my I don't method. Know. I, don't know, I don't know. Yeah, your system. Yeah. It's just move the decimal point and double it. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that, then you, you shouldn't be eating at a restaurant to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, it's very simple. And like in New York, 20% is standard. In other parts of the country, that's not standard because like cost of living is less. I go, I try to go a little above 20%. Like I'll, I'll Because I'll, you think the waiter will then become your friend, yeah. No, I think it's a, it's it's the nice thing to do. Um or it's it's, you know, it's it's the Mr. Wendell uh <laughs> situation. You need care to explain? Uh, it's the Arrested Development song, Mr. Wendell. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mr. Wendell's a man who's in need, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the 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 singer, mm-hmm. the rapper, yeah, <laughs> says, uh, "Here, Mr. Wendell, have a dollar. You know what? Take two. And a dollar doesn't mean that much to me, but it means the whole world to you. So you feel like a big shot when you do it." You're, you feel like you're above a waiter. No, I don't give them the speech that he gives Mr. Wendell in the song. <laughs> but uh, you, what but is this? Uh, Tamara? Tamara, come, come here for a second. But you do write under the tip, this is barely anything to me, but I know this will change your life. It usually is barely anything. Because like, I, don't, I don't go to f- like restaurants where yeah. like the difference between 20% and 22% is usually like, 70 cents or something right right yeah it's not like uh you're you're going out to a five-star place yeah so like if if i if i move the decimal point Mm -hmm. and double it Mm -hmm. i just round up to the nearest dollar because why not let's make everything even yeah so you know what sometimes it's five cents sometimes it's not even that much and i'm not that big of a hero uh i did like uh when we were in england we went to brunch uh us and uh some other people some friends um my wife. <laughs> your wife, yes. How uh, dare I would you, some you, friends. Your, your wife is a friend of mine. What? Yeah, she told me. What in the hell up, is going on here? Is when, this true? When you got up from the table uh, to go, uh, it was like the fourth or fifth time you said you announced, uh, I have to go make some room. No, I was doing cocaine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, your wife said, you know what, Tom, you're a good friend. Oh really? Yeah. What was the context? There was no Just context. Out of it was out of nowhere. Everybody was like quiet. It was really weird. And then, like after a minute or two, I just said thank you. And then you came back, and you're like, "Whoa, whoa!" Yeah, Let, it was all party. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, ah, no. I look great. Yeah, <laughs> I feel great. Yeah, and everybody, like the whole restaurant, was looking at you. You still had a bunch of powder in your beard. Yeah, it's all sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Um, I pooped my pants. <laughs> I don't know anything about cocaine. I just know from movies. Well, if you're in the bathroom, you can poop in the toilet. Yeah, but I was too, uh, I was too, too high amped. on cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, couldn't work a belt. <laughs> but they uh, they included there was like a, a small service fee because we were like a large group, right? Yeah. Uh, but I did like that uh, when like we didn't really have to like split the check they were just like oh okay like uh everybody just like uh you know hand your card to the waitress and tell them how much you want to put on that and then the right, last Tim person will pick up the rest no but i think who did you get the last one no my wife did i didn't pay at <laughs> all she paid for me um uh did they tell her how much it was? Yeah, they were oh, like, okay. "Here's the balance." And was it high or low? Was I, she stiffed or? I think she and I think together we mm-hmm. came out on top. She came out worse because she paid for me. <laughs> right, so she she t- still took a bath on it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I put like an extra fifty p in there. 
So if I can get that back. Yeah, sure. I'd really, if you could ask uh, my friend, your wife, for my 50 Why don't you feedback. ask her your, yourself? Maybe do I you have won't. my wife's phone number? I don't think I do have your wife's phone number. That's weird. I don't have any of my friend's wives or significant others' uh, phone numbers. What, why? Are you afraid? No, it's just like when... I don't w- trust myself with other men's wives. No, it's just kind of like uh, when would that come up, right? Yeah. What's your wife's phone number? Let me see if I have it in here. What? You're trying to get your me wife's to publicly phone number. say my wife's phone number? Yeah, and the then people can call up and say, uh, Tim, please. But like if you're hanging I do up, have your wife's phone number. Oh, really? There. Yeah. Now that's weird. When do you think you, you got that? I don't, you know what? Like whenever like a group of us like go somewhere or go away, like I'm always on like uh, chains with other numbers. And I'm always like, who the hell are all these people? And usually I will like, by uh, the process of deduction. Wow, you're regular Holmes. Yeah, I will. Dude, I get to be Watson in this <laughs> scenario. <laughs> I mean, in this scenario, Watson would just ask Holmes what his wife's phone number is. But uh, but there are numbers that I don't know, so then I'll figure out like who's not in my Watson phone. Watson doesn't have a wife. <laughs> uh, he does in like the later things. Isn't Watson a lady on TV now? No, that that's not the canon one. Oh, I a think woman can't be. John Watson, huh? <laughs> She's Joan Watson in that show. I also, that show went off the air, I think, like 10 years ago. Um, no, Is but I'll... Commander-in-Chief starring uh, <laughs> Gina Davis still on the air, though? God, I wish. Um, no, but then I'll deduce who it is, and then I will add them as a contact. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's... that's so that I, I know. Because, yeah, like... Yeah, it's always weird. Like, yeah, what am I going to do? Go up to somebody's wife and be like, hey, what's your phone number? Yeah, like the only time you see these people is when you're all hanging out. Right, yeah. I I never have any, like, thing to tell your except when I'm, when me and your wife plan surprise parties for you. Which happens surprisingly often. Yeah, I mean, they I never... I don't like it when you do that. Well, we, we've never been able to execute one. A lot of... uh on uh, to you. A lot of people RSVP, no thank you. So, unfortunately, we haven't been able to pull one off. But maybe one day. Anyway, uh, Tom, let's go to Emily Post. Uh, let's see what she has to say. Hello. About. <laughs> uh, do you know about Emily Post? Uh, she's the she's manners the... lady. She's the etiquette lady. Yeah. But they they have a new Emily, the Emily Post uh, Institute now. Whoa. Uh, yeah. And they have all sorts that of nobody, uh, advice. It, at that institute, not a single person has ever broke wind. Yeah, I guess not. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I bet there is a... Uh, Probably not a lot of campuses you could say that about. Not a lot of institutes. I bet there's a way uh, that you're supposed to deal with it. Breaking wind? I think yeah. you're supposed to excuse yourself and let it rip in the bathroom. Is that, is that Emily Post's words? Let it rip? <laughs> yeah, verbatim. <laughs> Uh, restaurants, wait, service, sit down, 15 to 20% pre-tax. Okay. And oh, so pre-tax. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you're not bringing up this, like, you know, in other countries, they don't tip. That's the American tippers, uh, excuse yes. for like being like, well, you know, actually, I'm, well, uh, yeah. I and live my life European style. Yeah. It's like, well, then, then go there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you guess how much, uh, you tip the wait service at a buffet? Uh, maybe 10 to 15%. 10% percent And this is uh, Emily Post. You're supposed to print this out. Mm-hmm. They should have like a wallet-sized card. I'm sure there are. Um, in case uh, somebody ever confronts you about that. Yeah. Like, hey, <coughs> Emily Post said. Yeah. Host I'm sure ma- that would make somebody who's getting stiff on a tip feel better if you showed them a laminated card. <laughs> uh, you should do it preemptively. <laughs> Just in case, uh, just so you know, we're leaving. But uh, on this card, it says uh, I don't have to tip you that great. But I mean that you're tipping the people who are like clearing plates and stuff. What? Uh, the buffet. That's yeah. Like, well, they come and they uh, they tell you they're like, hey. Oh uh, yeah, they usually give you like a little bit of a hey. Don't like don't use your hands in the trays. Wait, what kind of buffets <laughs> that you do you go to that you need ground rules? I go to ones where you can go hog wild. Every uh, every uh, buffet uh, uh, waiter uh, or waitress, we can just say waiter for both, right? That's gender neutral, right? Sure. Uh, Wait waiter staff. has come over, and it's it's been like, uh, like, you know that they were like, well, 
we had to figure out something to make the waiters say to the patrons. But like, mm. it's never. It's like, yeah, the food's over there. Yeah, food's uh, over just there. fill up a plate and Please then get forks. Please don't put your hands in. I don't know that they they ask you not to put your hands <laughs> in there. I just go. I just go in there. They will if you do it. Um, how much do you uh, tip a host or major D? Um, I don't think I've ever like been at a place that seems like it would require that. Yeah, you, no obligation for greeting you and showing you your table. But what if you say to him like, "Hey, uh, how about a seat near the kitchen? How about a seat near the bathroom?" <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna have to frequently get up and rip one, <laughs> and yeah. Emily Post says yeah. I should do that in the bathroom. And then you discreetly pass them the money. You go, this is yeah. for you. It's a hundred dollars. Ten to twenty dollars for going above and beyond to find you a table on a busy night. Yeah, there occasion. we go. Uh, if you if you are a regular patron, or yeah. on occasion if you are a regular patron, okay. which that seems weird to me. Like if you're going there all the time, yeah, it's gonna bankrupt you. Right. Well, so they're saying like you don't have to do it every time. Yeah. Just an occasional, and then the the staff presumably will know like this guy doesn't tip every time, but he does sometimes. Yeah. So keep treating him well. Yeah. You got to trick them. Yeah. They're not that smart. <laughs> That's what I'm getting is your opinion. Uh, food delivery, Tom. And this is where I I, I go off the reservation. Um, I usually do 20%, but if it is like a small order, then I'll bump it up so at least I'm tipping like three bucks. Yeah. To me, all right, the, Emily Post this uh, this idiot, this stupid <laughs> mm-hmm. moron, yeah. says uh, ten to fifteen percent of the bill. Yeah, I twenty five at least. Someone's coming to your home. Yeah, that's they're the bringing way I it to feel. your door and handing it to you. They have to like get. Uh, they either have to like get on a bike right. or, or in a car. And in New York City, you got to like double park. And like, yeah, it's always my opinion that like they're doing a lot more work than uh, than a waiter bring it to your table you know waiter even the biggest they stay restaurant in the, same in the house world the whole time <laughs> restaurant tim are you under the impression that restaurants are houses when i was a kid i wanted to i wanted i was trying to convince my parents to turn our house into a restaurant <laughs> you didn't you had a, a vague understanding of zoning laws as a kid i had no understanding were, of i was like i was like four okay and were you gonna work there yeah what were you gonna do i don't know be the waiter or the yeah. cook Everything. We wouldn't have uh, that many tables. Wow. Oh, okay. So it'd be very exclusive. Well, we didn't have a huge house. Yeah. Sorry, we weren't like it wasn't like the Reynolds estate. Well, and it's not like uh, you had a lot of staff. It would be you, your brother, your mom, and your dad. Yeah. You know. We could hire. Well, oh yeah, that's true. You would let uh, employees into your home. Yeah. Why not? Mm. They're like family to us. That's nice. That's um, why your restaurant was so popular. It it would have been dumb. Uh, so mad about let it. Let me ask you this. What do you feel about with uh, like delivery? Because we were talking about like uh, ordering through apps, right? Mm-hmm. Not appetizers. I order all my apps through apps. We're talking about ordering like a delivery through an app. Um, I always feel bad like I should tip cash because I always feel like they don't get that money. <laughs> yeah. My problem is I never have cash. Yeah, I never have cash either. Yeah, I'm probably just over tipping Mm-hmm. through seamless or whatever and that's going right to the restaurant owner yeah, and seamless this stupid friggin fat cat yeah fanning himself with my uh my extra eight percent yeah i guess sometimes the receipt will say like what the tip is so presumably yeah but like the, yeah, like the the, the, the delivery, delivery guy they'll just go back and be like this is the tip you don't get this yeah you're fired now yeah get the hell out of here yeah anyway this is uh this is why uh, small business owners are not as good as every politician tells you. For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby. Filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm & Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. 
Arm and Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm going to get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm going to get one. And look. Well, well now, that, now that we know that baking soda is a part of it. Yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive, Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to Fram.com, that's F-R-A-M.com, and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Saqqara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Saqqara, as heck is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Saqqara... You can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, mm-hmm. to boost results, try the best selling Metabolism Super Powder. It's an all natural remedy for bloating weight gain and fatigue tom no, I, I tried could, some of I this could use that yeah we ate some of this f- sakara food mm-hmm. very fresh very fresh and filling and delicious and right now sakara is offering our listeners 20 percent off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash guide or enter code guide at checkout that's sakara s-a-k-a-r-a dot com Slash guide to get twenty percent off your first order. Sakara.com slash guide. Tim, how much do you tip a a waxer? A what? A waxer. Somebody's waxing your body. Hmm. How much of my body are they waxing? Well, presumably you're gonna get charged based on that. So, like, percentage-wise, how much would you tip somebody waxing you? Is it um, against my will, or am I... You're, yeah. I'm a willing... You're willingly doing it, yeah. Um, I'm going to say that's a a straight-up 50%. 50%. How much do you tip your barber? I tip my barber, like, an insane amount. Really? I tip my barber 20%. Uh, and they always seem uh, happy with that. I'm looking to see if they have barber here. They don't. They have hairstylist or colorist, 15%. I tip my barber, even though it's weird, because like, uh, he gives me bad haircuts. Yeah, you look like shit. Um, and number two, he uh, he's the only guy. Like he he's it's the a one owner. Man operation. Yeah, he's the owner, the yeah. only barber. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's living the dream. He's, he's got a turned, fish tank. He fixes watches. He's turned his house into a barber shop. He's Pretty doing much. what he wanted. Exactly. Yeah. But um, I'm always like, is it offensive that like I'm tipping him because he's just like I'm a no, I'm a business owner. Don't tip a business owner. Yeah, but I feel like it's different. Like barber, you always tip a barber. Yeah. How much? Like how much do you tip him? Get, well, guess how much uh, a standard uh, men's haircut is. Uh, the haircut you get. Yeah. Uh, two or three dollars. All right. <laughs> but seriously. Uh, I don't know. $30? $17. $17. Yeah. Yeah, so that is a case so where it's like... So I can't just like, give them a 20. I usually give them like 24. Right. Well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, that would be... Uh, yeah, so we tip about the... Like, I, I tip... Six dollars, but it's a thirty dollar haircut. No, I'm I'm tipping seven dollars on a on a. Yeah, I'm seven. saying like, but tip wise, we're both spending about the same. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and they, and presumably these haircuts are taking about the same length of time. Yeah, I mean, I have more hair than you. I have more head. That's so true. A lot okay, to walk it around. evens out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, back to the waxing. Uh no, the waxing's done with. Wait, how much? Fifteen percent. Twenty percent. For a waxer or a threader, what's a threader? Uh, when the, you get your when you get stitches? No, it's a guy. How much you tip your doctor? It's a man who hates the Ninja Turtles mm. and wants yeah. to turn them into turtle soup. The threader. Um, so you ask how much to tip a doctor? Here's a weird thing. Um, I wouldn't want to eat turtle soup made from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, it'd be like too uh, stringy. Yeah. Right? They're it's muscular. Like, it's like eating a man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially he's going to eat all four of them. That's going to that's gonna be like a 
size of an in-ground pool. That doing soup. a meal prep, he freezes a lot of it. Yeah, what a sick guy. Shredder, huh? Um, about Krang, he's just a brain in a thing, huh? Wow. If if you think about it, we're all just brains and bodies. We're all just brains and things. <laughs> um, uh, I was at the hospital last night, uh, not for anything emergency-wise. Uh, well, you were you were shot. <laughs> I've been shot during a, uh, a misunderstanding. Well, you were robbing a liquor store. Yes. Uh, well, that's what that's what he said. But I said I paid for this last week. Uh, uh, or the you liquor you pay for your liquor. No, it was the liquor that I bought last week. Uh, it, uh, it got me too drunk and blacked out, so I didn't get to enjoy it. So I'm owed another bottle, in my opinion. That's not store policy? <sighs> I said it was. I said the other guy said it was. Small as business I, owners, As I man. reached over the counter. Um, no, but uh, the hospital had uh, valets, and I tipped the valet. But that like felt weird, like tipping out a hospital. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the valets didn't go to like medical school. Though. They know they all did. They were all wearing doctors. Wow. Clothes. Yeah. Man, they had a. It's just part of the rotation, I guess. Yeah, it's like you know, today you're on you know heart surgery, and tomorrow. Ah, yeah. There was that uh, episode of uh, ER. Yeah, where George they George Clooney accidentally uh, dinged up a car, <laughs> and everybody got in trouble, yeah, and Doctor like, Mark Green had to come do? down on him. Yeah. Yeah, and he tried to like cover it up with a uh, silly putty. Yeah, and the guy was like, "Oh, Clooney, Doctor Ross." Um. So yeah, how much do you tip a valet? Um. Usually, uh, I forget that. Uh, <laughs> I never have money on me. I usually go for like three dollars. You well, you usually tip with candy. Three to five dollars. Yes, uh, they say two to five. I usually tip three. Okay. Unless I don't have three, and if I have like a five, I'll tip a five. I what do you do if you have a ten in your pocket? You can ask for change. Really? I mean, it's awkward, but you can yeah. be. You can, you say, can you break a ten? Yeah, because they're not gonna be like, oh yeah, no, I'm expecting a ten dollar tip. Well, so yeah. I would say, can you break a ten? And then I would say, I just need, uh, you know, five bucks back or whatever. Do the math in your head beforehand. Yeah, I mean, I do that at the barber shop a lot. Like, you know, I'm, um, I don't have, uh, yeah. How do you feel about? Do you like, uh, do you pay, get your change, and then make like a big show of like, and now your tip? Count it at one, yeah. two, three, yeah, four. I get everybody. And then you go like it. four. <laughs> no, oh, oh, that's enough. Um. Um, no, uh, what I do, it depends if I, if like, if I'm, if total 24, if I have it, mm -hmm. I'm just going to give them 24. I'm not going to be like change for a 20 and yeah. now I'm going to add the three that you gave me to the, like, come on, who's zooming who here? Well, I'm saying I, I usually just like give them a bunch of bills and say like, I just need this much back. Yeah. 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 Is that what you were saying? Yeah. I wasn't why, really do we have to, why do we have to, why do we have to say these obvious things, Tom? <laughs> Do you uh, ever leave a tip behind uh, for the for the uh, housekeepers in a, uh, a hotel? hotel? Yeah, uh, that's something uh, I always a, forget about. Yeah, I always forget, but when I do remember, I try to. Yeah, um, just because. Hey, yeah. we're great men. We are really I mean, great men. The title of this episode should be Tim and Tom: Two Great Men. Yeah, one of us is clearly better than the other, but um, <laughs> we're both uh, on the great scale. Pretty this great. thing that I have says food delivery two to four dollars. I try and really take, not to go back to food delivery, but I try and take the weight into account, you know? Yeah. Because sometimes I'm ordering like a bunch of sodas too, <laughs> a bunch of cans of soda. It's like, oh, I know it's going to be Why are you ordering multiple cans of soda? If I've run out of soda, I'm not ordering multiple, but I'll order you're one sometimes. You're always talking about how you're running out of soda. Yeah, I and go like, through a lot of it. And you also talk about how like uh, you'll just go to the supermarket uh, to make a quick like case of soda run. Yeah. How much, honestly, be honest. No, I actually have. How much soda, how many cans, how many 12-ounce mm. cans of soda are you drinking a day? I've cut down a lot, but uh, as a result, I drink like more seltzer than I ever did soda. All right, but how much? I can go through like six cans of seltzer in a day. How many and then, sodas? Like, sodas nowadays I reserve for mealtimes, so just five. You don't think uh, soda like ruins a meal? 
Doesn't that? No, soda I feel makes like a soda, meal pop. It throws off the whole your whole palate. Uh, you're not eating sugary enough meals. That's true. Uh, what about uh, uh, coat checkers? Oh, I hate the idea of a coat check. <laughs> it, yeah. It's fucked up that they can't just be like, "Here's a hook." Everybody, like, leave your you leave your coats here. Like, well, you, but you some people pay. have like nice coats and they don't want them to get taken. Well, why I don't have nice things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just seems... Well, it, you usually throw your coat up in the rafter somewhere. Yeah, and then I, I'm usually up there anyway, uh, <laughs> skulking around at the end of the <laughs> yeah. night. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, friggin', uh, y- you go somewhere in the winter and it's cold and they're like, yeah, we know you have these coats on and we know you got nothing to do with them. Yeah. Time to friggin' charge you. It's like, I already paid... Uh, uh, top dollar for this ticket yeah if i'm going somewhere where i'm sitting i would usually will not check my coat i just leave my coat on (laughs) i mean i'll take my coat off but i'll sit on my coat but if i'm going somewhere where like it's stand like a rock and roll concert yeah it's standing room only then a lot of of times i will do a coat check because it's like well i don't want to just hold this like a dweeb i want to get out there and dance i usually give two dollars yeah yeah, I would give two. I feel like one dollar for a lot of things nowadays is like almost. Yeah, why uh, even yeah. it's the Mr. Wendell thing. It's not enough for anybody. Well, I mean, eventually it would add up, but it's just kind of like it's not worth my time to like give you this. It's not worth your time to take it. You know, let, let's let's bump that up to two. Tom, can I tell you something? Uh-huh. I took a, a a taxi cab home from the 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 airport the other day. So did I. And uh, the guy was so happy. He's like. I live right near you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. He was like, and he was like telling me his address and stuff. And like, you're like, great. I'm opening a new restaurant in my home. <laughs> and uh, you should come to the opening night. So he dropped me up and he's like, hey, look right over there, over that building, but like to the left, uh, a couple blocks down, that's my building. It's like, great. Yeah. Cool. Um, thank Did you. Did he give you his home number to call if you need any rides? And he was like, I'll see you around the neighborhood. And I was like, <laughs> right? And I was like, I just want to go home. Yeah. Uh, and I got my bag and I left. And then the next day I was moving my car for uh, alternate side. Uh-huh. And I saw a, uh, a, a spot on the other side. I was going the one way on the street and mm-hmm. it was a two-way street. Yeah. And so I had to go and like bang Quickly a U-E-S-A-S-A get, so, yeah. and, and get back to it. And who and a cab sneaks in and parks there, oh, and man. this guy with his big red beard got out. Yeah, and uh, and I was so mad because like yeah. he snuck in, he saw that I was going for it. Right, and I saw it was him. He got out, he walked away, and I rolled down the the window. I was like, "Hey, man, this is the very next day." Yeah, I was like, "Hey, man," and he was just like, "I got that spot fair and square," <laughs> and like walked away. You're like, I thought we were friends. Yeah, what the hell? I wasn't asking you to move. I just thought it was crazy that, like, yeah. we, that, like you know, 12 hours later, we ran into each other. Well, nope, he knew. This guy doesn't friggin' care. Yeah. Uh, do you want to solve a problem, or do you have more things to say about tipping? <sighs> oh, so, I didn't use my joke. so angry all the time. Okay. Um, tipping isn't just a city in China. No. What? Explain that to me. Because there's a city called tipping in china no there's not <laughs> taipei you that's in taiwan I you think. today you said i said how about we do this episode on tipping and you said uh, yeah i can use my tipping is in a city in china yeah joke. wait till the end big finish <laughs> first of all it's not your joke uh-huh. uh no, thousands of people have said it it's like you don't even understand the joke that you're claiming as your own what what there's a city called tipping or tip tipping or something no there's not or does it just sound like it could be a city yeah it's in ca- i think it's like a i think it's a racist, a racist thing, thing yeah. yeah uh my other joke was gonna be you can call me tipping hedron like tippy hedron yeah or the birds the birds yeah yeah i i wouldn't call you tipping anything i'd call you uh have you ever stiffed anybody um <clears throat> no, I've given like out of spite. Uh, no, I think I've oh, maybe once where like it was like a verbal altercation beforehand. Uh, no, not really. Like I've given real 
I've given like 10% tips, but I will not go below. And that has been only when like you can't get a check and the guy is being like, and like l- literally being like, you know, sh- saying shit to you. Uh, when has that happened? No, I think one time <laughs> I was have, like said mean things to yeah, you while serving No, there was food. one time. Hey, I you mean, big y- head fucking oaf. I shouldn't even say this because you're gonna drag Here's your me. Your pasta primavera, <laughs> you, you ugly piece of shit. I shouldn't even say this because I know you're gonna drag me for it. But there was one time where I tipped a penny <laughs> as an asshole. As an asshole move. And I can't remember what the Because the waitress situ- wasn't attractive enough? No, I forget what it was, but it was she like... she sit in your lap at Hooters? No, it was like words were exchanged and like I was accused of something. Like not something bad. Like I was accused of like stealing or something. <laughs> Stealing's bad. No, but I mean not like uh, like harassing somebody. Like, uh-huh. uh, like, you know, I was accused of something like I... There was no way I did it. It wasn't like, oh, you misconstrued that. It was like, sir, somebody stole, and it was you. And I'm like, what? No, I can't remember what it was. I <sighs> I, I tend to think this happened more than once. No, it only happened once, and it was like very, like I said, I know you were going to give me shit for it. I, I, I shouldn't even brought it up because I can't remember the situation, but it was like a once in a lifetime. I've never had like somebody talk to me that way type of situation. Have you ever left something that looks like a $20 bill? And as soon as the wait, the, the waiter picks it up, it's really uh, a piece of paper with a Bible verse on it and saying, you know, what's more valuable than a tip <laughs> uh, finding the Lord oh, that. Yeah, that's. Maybe the most awful thing anyone can do. I think that happens all the time. Oh, that's the shittiest thing in the world. This was like, I told the person, like, I'm leaving you a penny, like, intentionally. Like, I didn't want to leave no tip and have you think I forgot. <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs> you a penny. Because we were yelling at each other. Did you get into the altercation before you ate? No, I think... Where was, was this? Tavern on the Green? I feel like you used to go to Tavern on the Green a lot. No, oh, man. I, it was something with, like... I was charged for like something I didn't get. And then uh, like it, it turned into like a big argument where I was just like, what? This is not my bill or something like crazy. I'm going to try and remember it and I will uh, record an addendum. <laughs> to this episode. Um, do you ever have you ever uh, tipped more as I do frequently when I'm out with you? Uh, tipped more to make up for a friend's bad tipping? Uh, ye, not friends, but yes. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. That's some shit. Yeah, I've done that with like uh, family members. Like uh, not immediate family members, but like, yeah, extended family members of like, you. Yeah. It sucks when, uh, when, you, when you go out with people who don't act right. Yeah. Stinks. Sure does. Uh, you got any more tipping stuff? Because we probably don't have enough time. Hey, let's just solve a fucking problem. Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're going to solve a problem, Tom. Yeah. I have a problem from Eugene. Okay, Eugene the Mean Machine. Yeah. Dear Tim and Tom, I hope you are well and that you're dealing with the back-to-school period well. <laughs> I am. I'm adjusting surprisingly well. After moving to the UK a year ago to do a postgraduate degree, I recently got a job and started renting my own place that isn't a university dorm. I think he means hiring a flat. It's part of a house share, and I'm really happy with the whole situation, except for one thing. Bats. The kitchen. Oh. Uh, in this living arrangement, mm-hmm. I get my own room and bathroom, but I have to share the kitchen with the landowner, his wife. Landowner, isn't that weird? <laughs> uh, it, I mean, I guess that's that's better than landlord. Yeah, or landlover. Yeah. Uh, I have to share a kitchen with the landowner, his wife, and two other tenants. We don't really talk much, though I'm sure they're all nice people. The issue is I'm bad at small talk, and I'm quite averse to it, but sometimes when I go downstairs to prepare a meal, I'll run into one of the other tenants, which means that I I need to do the usual, hi, how are things, nice weather. 
They used to look after a dog for their relative. Tom, you're not paying attention to me. I am. I am listening with you my You were ears. looking at your phone. I was turning my phone off so I could give you my full attention. You were not turning your phone off. Tim, see if my phone's on right now. Why were you turning your phone off? So I could give you my full attention. That's not why you were turning no, your phone so off. No, so I could give you my full attention. Yeah, I could continue. You have my full attention. Sometimes when I go down to Premier, uh, uh, hi, how are things? Nice weather. Yes. They used to look after a dog for their relative who not only was a great conversation piece, but I could also just <laughs> Not just only decide, was a great conversationalist. But I could just decide to play with him instead of talking to them. Yes. But now he's gone back to his original owners. I'm not exaggerating when I say I've skipped meals just because I didn't want to talk with the others. How can I prevent malnutrition without having to move and preferably without having to talk about the weather? Thanks for a great show. After four years of listening, I was able to attend the live show on September fifteenth, and I had a blast. Oh, thank you! Keep doing what you're doing. Yours truly, yours truly, Eugene the Mean Machine. Um, you could get a hot plate. Yes, get a hot plate. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're always in the kitchen. I think it's just unpredictable. No. You just got to eat off hours. You just go there at two in the morning. Become a become nocturnal. Yeah, uh, I was thinking actually recently uh, an idea for a stunt episode is <laughs> me and you uh, switch to being nocturnal for a week. For a week? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can handle that. And then see if like that's what we want to do from then on. I don't think your change your life would change all that. No, much. it wouldn't change at all. You would have to like quit your job. <laughs> Um, uh, you, I was going to say, put a hidden camera in the kitchen and just see what, and go down there when people aren't. Yeah. And if anybody is getting up to any hanky panky there, you can blackmail them. Right. And you could be like, look, 7 PM to 7 45 PM is my time. Otherwise I'm going to tell the landowner you were making time with his wife in the kitchen. Wow. Right. Well, and if that happened. Yeah. You set them up. (laughs) Right. Uh, you you try to sow the seeds. Of, How many of people total share this kitchen? Oh, were you maybe looking at your phone and not paying attention? I was turning it off so I could give my full attention. Uh, the landowner, mm-hmm. his wife, and two other tenants. Okay, four people plus Eugene the Meme Machine. Yes. Yeah, I mean it doesn't seem like there would be that much uh, cross. That sucks sharing a, a yeah. kitchen with people. Get out of there, Eugene. Uh, he's got his own bathroom though and that's by far the bigger no he said he did did he yeah were you not paying attention oh I have my own room and bathroom you always you you hone in on uh, bathroom talk (laughs) put a hot plate in the bathroom convert your bathroom into a half bath half kitchen (laughs) that's that's a brilliant idea no you know what it's the UK they don't have any friggin uh, they don't even have a light switch in the goddamn bathroom yeah they're so afraid of being electrocuted a fire yeah they're, they're fire. very I'm, yeah. I'm very afraid of fire <laughs> it takes me 40 minutes to leave my house in the morning i would say either get a hot plate and keep it in your uh kitchen in your uh, not in the kitchen <laughs> defeat the purpose keep it in your uh bedroom uh or like start eating quick quick to make meals uh yeah meal prep you know what go in there on a on a saturday prep all your meals in your bedroom no, no, prep them in the kitchen. <laughs> walk walk from your bedroom to the kitchen with like a bunch of like chopped vegetables and stuff in your arms. Tom, look, I could say a lot of things right now, but I'm not going to do it. Um, here's the thing. Uh, set up a camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, try to catch them, the landowner's Making. wife cheating on him with one of the tenants and yeah. then just friggin' uh, read him yeah, the riot. Then you can probably get like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or just be like, I saw what you were doing with the landowner's wife yeah. to the other tenants. Just and, call, make them call your bluff. Yeah, exactly. And they'll be like, what? And then they'll just be like, this guy, Eugene, the mean machine is crazy. Yeah. Let, let's stay out of the kitchen. Yeah. He keeps he keeps uh, accusing me of doing things with the landowner's wife. <laughs> if the landowner finds out about this, I'm toast. I'm cooked. Yeah. And so I uh, so I won't cook. Yeah. Or make toast. He's going to make me toast and talk to me about the weather while he's doing it. Yeah. I don't know. Also, like, become more interesting. Talk to them about things. <laughs> if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us, the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. 
You can also check out our website, tcgt.com, to find out more about the show. I mean, there's not much more there, but there's more. There's other episodes. Of there's the other episodes. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can check out tcgt.com slash pledge for our Patreon, where you get uh, weekly mini episodes. Uh, and tcgt.com slash Amazon, where you can do your Amazon shopping. But uh, let Tim and Tom get a little uh, cut of the yeah, action. Let me get a taste of that. Why um, does Bezos get to keep all of it? And you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Um, uh, at your pal, Tim. And you can follow at complete guide on Twitter as well. Tom. Yeah. I think what we've learned today mm-hmm. is that, uh, I'm a better tipper and a better man than you. No, I think what we've learned is you think you can like buy waiters uh, friendship. You can you keep saying that, but is there one instance where I've befriended a waiter after the after the the transaction's over? No, that's what makes it even stupider that you keep trying. It hasn't worked out once I got, yet. I got enough friends, Tom. I got too many friends as it is. Um, too many. That's a threat. No, oh, I see that I might get the the cut the axe. Yeah. Hey, Tom, Mm -hmm. uh, Marika, we're never going to see her again after today. (laughs) That's not true. Um, So a fond farewell to Marika. Thank you for everything you've done for us. You're a wonderful person. It's like another threat. No, no. I just think... You're always uh, making threats on the show. No, I think... uh, And now it's it's gone too far. Now you're threatening people in the room. If Marika never does the show again, Mm -hmm. I'll be sad. Um, But it's looking increasingly like that's definitely what's going to happen. So thank you for all you've done. All right. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.